It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 12, Financial Incentives for Compliance. One of the areas that many companies have not paid as much attention to in their compliance program is compensation. However, the DOJ and SEC have made long made clear that they view monetary structure for compensation, rewarding those employees who do business in compliance with their employers' compliance programs as one of the ways to reinforce the compliance program and indeed the message of compliance. As far back as 2004, then-SEC Director of Enforcement Stephen Cutler noted that integrity, ethics, and compliance needed to be a part of promotion, compensation, and evaluation process. He said, at the end of the day, the most effective way to communicate that doing the right thing is a priority is to reward it. The 2012 FCPA guidance stated the DOJ and SEC recognize that the positive incentives can also drive compliant behavior. These incentives can take the form, uh, many forms, such as personnel evaluations, promotions, rewards for improving and developing a company's compliance program, and rewards for ethics and compliance leadership. The same concept around compensation and incentives was brought forward in the 2019 guidance under the section Incentives and Discipline, which reads, Incentive systems, as the company considered the implications of incentives and rewards on compliance, as the company incentivized compliance and ethical behavior, have there been specific examples of actions taken as a result of compliance and ethical considerations such as promotions or awards denied? Who determines the compensation, including bonuses, as well as discipline and promotion of compliance personnel? The first question posed in the 2019 guidance requires you to start with a basic question of what does your employee compensation consist of? Is it variable? Is it straight salary? Is it a combination? Is it discretionary? Or a combination of all the above? Under the second question, you need to determine that you have thought through this issue. The DOJ does not mandate one solution or formula, only that it be well considered. Add, of course, that whatever approach you come up with must be documented. A good way to start, a good starting place is from the Harvard Business Review article, The Right Way to Use Compensation, which uh, discussed the design and implementation of an employee compensation system to drive certain behaviors. The article lays out a framework for a CCO or compliance practitioner to operationalize compensation as a mechanism in any best practices compliance program. As your compliance program matures and your strategy shifts, it is critical that the employees who bring in revenues, i.e. the sales force, understand and behave in ways that support the new strategy. The sales compensation system can help ventures achieve that compliance. The prescription for you as the compliance practitioner is to revise the incentive system to focus on the employees on the goals of your compliance program. This may mean that you need to change incentives as the compliance program matures from installing the building blocks of compliance to integrating anti-corruption compliance within the DNA of your organization. There are three questions which you should ask yourself in modifying co- compensation structure. 
First is the change simple. Second is it the change aligned with the company values. And third, what is the effect on behavior immediate due to the change? So keeping your compensation plan simple is the simplicity prong. The simplest way to incentivize employees is to create metrics that they readily understand and are achievable in the context of your compliance program. Under alignment, you need to state the most complicated, rather, the most important compliance goal your entity wants to achieve. From there, you should determine how your compensation program will be aligned with that goal. The beauty of this alignment is that it works with your sales force throughout the entire organization. Whether employee-based or through third parties such as agents, reps, channel ops partners, or distributors. Immediacy. It is important that the structures be put in place immediately, but in a way that incentivizes employees. As part of this immediacy, there must be sufficient communication with your employees. In the world of employee compensation incentives, there should be transparency as to expectations. Under the third question from the 2019 guides, you need to have documented examples where additional compensation or promotions were made to employees who did business ethically and in alignment with corporate compliance program. The fourth question goes to a different direction by asking who in the organization is evaluating and then setting compensation of the CCO and compliance personnel. So is it the CEO? Is it HR? Is it the legal department? What's your rationale? And is that rationale explained? Obviously, the power of a compensation plan is to motivate employees not only to sell more, but to act in ways that support the company's business model and overall culture and values. For the compliance practitioner, one of the biggest reasons is to first change a company's culture to make compliance more important and then integrate that into the very DNA of your organization. But you must be able to evolve your thinking and professionalism to recognize the opportunities to change then adapt your incentive program to make the doing of compliance part of your company's everyday business practices. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, it's interesting that both the DOJ and SEC have long advocated compensation as a way to motivate employees into ethical and compliant behaviors. Uh, As far back as 2004, the chief of enforcement of the SEC was talking about employee incentives. And uh, that's really quite a long time in the FCPA world, now over 15 years. If you haven't gotten this message, this needs to be incorporated into your compliance program whether it be in your salary or discretionary bonus, uh, really ASAP. Two, the compliance aspects of your compensation structure need to be simple and easy for your employees to understand. So what are the metrics you have for them? How do they know whether they've uh, adequately handled uh, the portion of their compensation, which is dedicated to compliance and ethics? It's going to be a critical issue for you going forward. And finally, have full transparency in your compensation structure. Make it uh, not only simple and easy for employees to understand, but keep it transparent so that they can continue to measure. If you have metrics in place that they can meet throughout the year, uh, uh, keep them apprised of those metrics and let them know how they're doing. If they have to wait till December to try to catch up, it's going to be a very long and hard road to hoe for them going forward. I hope you've enjoyed day 12 of 31 Days 
to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow when I take up another strategy, tactic, or pointer that you can use in your compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.